America's public enemy number one in the United States is COVID. Yo, welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast, everybody. It's your boy Tim and your boy Dave. Yo. Yo, bringing you another one. I hope all is well, my friends out there that listen to our show. I hope all is well with you. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. Hope you're staying safe. I hope you're not getting sick. Stay safe. Stay safe. You know, do the best you can. I know you're getting tired of listening to it. I know we don't try to, we don't talk about it a lot. We don't cover that shit a lot, but we're living it. We're in the house, you know, it's boring sometimes, but, um, it's life, man. It's life. You know, get some shit done. Take care of yourself. You can do, you know, I, I know a lot of people are doing a lot of drinking and smoking right now. And I wouldn't recommend drinking a lot or, or even smoking a lot too much. But it seems to me, man. We're going to have a nation of alcoholics by the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking there's a lot of people drinking a lot more than they usually do. Do uh. you think it's because of the just the loneliness factor, maybe? Or do you think it's like, I don't have no responsibilities, I could just get fucked up? Or is it like everybody's getting... I think it's a little bit of both. <clears throat> I haven't drank a lot, but I did have... I did witness some shit. You know, my friend been coming over when she got her stimulus money... She come over and they do like her and my wife do like out in the yard. They stay apart. They kind of hang out together in the yard, but they do the social distancing thing. And uh, yeah, there's like two or three days in a row. She came over with some fucking Patron or some some fancy tequila. Damn, that's another thing. People got that stimulus money, so like, hey, Dom Perignon tonight. <laughs> Fuck. I'm getting Miller tonight. Champagne of beers. Let's get some Fireball. I wonder what our listeners drink. What do you guys drink? What do you drink? You don't drink at all. I don't drink. I like uh, different beer. I don't like too heavy of a beer like Guinness. Eh, too heavy. I like a nice amber beer. I like some light beers. And... I'm not going to lie. I like some fucking flavored beers too, man. Line and Kugels. I quit. Summer Shandy. Summer Shandy. You like wine coolers too or? You know what? I did have a Bartles and James the other night. <laughs> I ain't even going to fucking lie. Damn. What flavor? Fuzzy Navel? It was, no, it was good as fuck, man. It was like ginger ale, lime, and some shit. Damn. It was good. It was real good. But I don't drink a lot. I can only have, like, if I have a couple, if I have beer, I'll have a couple beers. So do you wear a maxi pad or? No. Oh. No, but. You should. Man, you're like one of those guys that, like, want me to drink more. So then I do crazy shit. That's what you'd be doing. You'd be like the peer pressure guy. You're the peer pressure guy. When you did drink and do drugs and stuff, were you the peer pressure guy? Where you be like oh, the guy that says, 
hey man, drink the rest of that. I'll race you. Drink it, and you like you don't drink as much just to see somebody like drinking it. Really, that guy? Not really. All right, good. <coughs> I'm the guy that you could do that to, though. Well, now that I know that, <laughs> I'm the guy you could do that to. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll show you maxi pad, motherfucker. <laughs> Pass over that Red Bull. Let me go near the side of your car. This, oh yeah. I wasn't even really drunk that night. I just that just goes to show though how you can be peer pressured really easy. I was peer pressured, yes, very easily. Just by, by one word. By one. And you know word. what I would do? You know what I would do? I would go knee the hell out <laughs> of the car. I don't know if I should tell this story or not, but I'm going to go there. So we were in line at Taco Bell. It always happens at Taco Bell. And these two girls are in front of us. It's me and my two buddies. And they're like, I don't know. They're like being rambunctious and shit. They're talking shit. They're yelling out of their window. Uh, we yelled something out of our window. And then they stopped. They got out of their car. And they had a bag of chips, potato chips. A big bag of potato chips. Like the family size bag of potato chips. And they crunched them up. They crunched up and they were like dancing. I'm like, what the fuck are these chicks doing? They dumped the potato chips all over the front of my car. And I didn't, I kind of laughed it off and I was thinking like, whatever, you know, but when we got up there, when they were laughing and shit at us and they thought they were funny and they pulled up, we pulled up to the speaker and I told the guy, Hey, you shouldn't serve those girls their food. And he said, why not? He goes, uh, he said, why not? And I said, because, man, they just dumped chips all over my truck. And he goes, man, you're going to let them dump chips all over your truck. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, man. I ain't gonna let them he said, man, if I was you, I'll go kick the shit out of their car. And I said, uh, that's exactly how he sounded, too. I said. You're right. <laughs> I you're said, right. You're right. So I said, are you going to call the police? Because this was like before cell phones and stuff, really. Everybody, nobody had cell phones, really. Like everybody had one. And uh, he said, uh, he said, nope. And that's all I needed to hear, man. I drove up on the side and I walked up to the side of the car and I need the passenger door in. And I was like looking into the car, like real mean. And them girls were freaking the fuck out dude they were freaking out and uh and i was i was talking mad shit like they really fucked my car like they really did something bad to me you know what i mean i was like <laughs> show you fucking bitches and then i felt like such an asshole after that i fucking got back in my car took off and uh a car started chasing us and uh the we pulled over and they they kept going and that was Damn. it. That's it. That was all Potato that happened chip that story. Potato chips. Yeah. Well, the moral of the story is you don't dump potato chips on somebody's fucking car. No, you don't do that. But now, if it was me now, I would have just laughed it off and just been. It just would you? Been Unless a story. there's another person at the drive-thru saying, man. Yeah, that's true. You the know, same dude still works take, at Taco Bell. Take a Bell. fucking rock and dude. bust out their windows. Yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> if the same dude is working at Taco Bell, I might be in trouble. Because whatever he said made magic in my ears. And you know what? I might have been high 
I was I was definitely very young, very dumb. I probably wouldn't do that now, but I, I was still la- I still laugh about it because I need the shit out of their little Bonneville and uh, yeah, dented the door in and shit, rocked the car a little bit, shook them up. They shook me up, you know. They didn't really shake me up. They shook up them potato chips, <laughs> and then I shook up their fucking shook up their soul for the night, Damn. man. They were probably pretty mm. scared. I mean, I'm not a little dude, man. I'm like six foot, you know, six foot two, six foot one, fucking. And the reason I say all those heights is because I'm shrinking. I was a little taller back then, I think. Possible. I think I'm getting shorter. All my joints are compressing. I need to do some yoga or something. You got compressed joints? Yeah, (coughs) compress a. Damn. You know. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh-oh. You were, uh, we were talking about, you know, drugs and doing drugs and people want to talk about the drugs they do and did and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, because I smoke weed and take mushrooms occasionally and drink alcohol occasionally and drink caffeine every day, smoke a cigar every now and then. Because I do all these different drugs, people think I'm like the drug expert. Like I'm the like I'm the marijuana expert. So they come to me with a lot people come to me with a lot of questions all the time, you know? But people ask me stuff all the time about drugs. And I don't know, I feel like I help people. I feel like I can help people. Because I feel like I use all my drugs responsibly. You know, I don't use them irresponsibly. I don't, you know, other than once in a while, maybe I got high before things I shouldn't have done. But, I mean, it's not something that prohibits me from living my life. It aids my life, you know. I'm a lot nicer person smoking fucking weed, you know. Right, that mean bone stays in. That mean bone stays in the cage. But you got to bring that mean bone out once in a while, though. You do. You have to. So does he tell you? Does he say, hey, this is the mean bone before he puts it in? Or No, no, I just know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, man. That's cool. I know the mean bones coming and I fucking just (laughs) take it, dude. And I just, yep. I fucking, but I've been working on that, man. I've been working on myself, dude. I'm not perfect. Nobody is, you know, and I don't want to be perfect, but I just, you know, I just want to be a nice person. And it's hard with the stress of the world nowadays, man. It's hard to be nice, but you know what? Being nice doesn't cost anything. It's not like you got to be like, oh, shit, I had to be nice three days this week. Now I can't buy steak. I think, I don't know, man. I think some people are just, just naturally not nice. I think we're all, we're babies and we were nice. Something made us un somebody something made people piss pissy. I think I mean, life I, just life, man. Life is 
dude, life is hard. Life is not easy. Life is the shit you got to deal with. Imminent fucking death. I mean, come on. That's crazy. But at the same time, you know, you got to live every day for what it's worth. You got to live every day for what it's worth, regardless of the circumstances. Hmm. So you're saying take DMT? I am very interested to try DMT. I'm very interested in watching you try it. You would have to try it with me. I would not try it. That's like, I'm scared of shit like that, dude. Drugs like that. Dude, you'd have to try it after me. I'll try it first. You try half the dose I took. No. No? You're just firm. Firm no. Firm no, man. I mean, maybe 10 years ago. I wouldn't be so firm. Yeah. But as you age, the yeah. firmness starts to yeah. fade away. No, your firmness got stronger. Is that what you're telling me? If you would have did it younger, if you were younger, you would have did it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what so, I'm saying. So you weren't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to. Well, either way, not. We don't need to define your firmness. But at the same time, I just need to clarify that if I took DMT. I would record that shit. Is that what you want to hear? No. Oh. No, I wouldn't want it recorded. Why? You don't want to watch it? No, hell no. I'm I'm living it. Why would I need to watch it? Yeah, but we could watch it and bring back and be like, damn, when my when my arm was twitching at this time, I was I was kissing fucking Jesus. <laughs> I remember that shit. And you could relive that over and over. <laughs> oh man, dude. I don't know if I I'm can. just saying, man, you know how many views on YouTube, people get when they take DMT and record it. I I don't care. That don't mean anything to me. I'm good with that. You know how many subscribers you can get? I don't care. I can I can open my Amazon packages and get prescribed uh, subscribers, subscribers too, and prescribers. Damn. I can get both people that take their prescriptions. So, where do you even get DMT from these days? You can get it from. And you, they derive it from a lot of shit. I don't know what the main thing is. Have but. you watched any of that show I told you about, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia? No, none of it. I emailed him too, by the way. Did you really? Yeah, see if he, I think he's too big to even answer back. But uh, You never know, dude. We have some big guests on. We do. We could probably do it. I think we could pull it off. We just have to. I'll resend him an email eventually, but. Just, you know, just be very fucking forward and yourself with him, dude. He'll want to be on the show. Well, talk he, to he him. Can, he, talk to him like you talk to the Illuminati dude on the, tw- <laughs> on the Twitter message, bro. That's all I'm asking. You should read that to the people. All right, everybody. This is this is Dave's. Where's my fucking phone? So our Twitter page, which is gaining popularity by the fucking day i have to tell you especially by the illuminati for some reason man so we got a couple followers that are illuminati members okay and by illuminati i don't mean like the secret society of people that are running the world i mean the group of people on the fucking internet that think they're the illuminati (laughs) and they got their pictures and everything they got social media sites and shit and you can join the illuminati right they're illuminati yes that that just that intrigues me because if you're Illuminati, you don't tell anybody, right? Nobody knows you're the Illuminati. That's the whole purpose of why it's called Illuminati, dude. You like, 
It's secret. It's secret society. You can't have a Twitter account, okay? But anyway, so Dave. I mean, they got web. You, if you go to their webpage, you can buy their diplomas and their medals and their necklaces. And Dude, check this out. Anyways, I'm not going to say this guy's name, but so this guy, he messaged us. I don't know why we attract Illuminati dudes, but he says, hey, how are you doing? This is Dave. All Dave. This ain't me. I'm just reading it. Awesome. Good. I'm blank blank from Illuminati organization, California. What about you? And Dave says, I'm the leader of Canada (laughs) or I'm the leader of Canada organization. He says, okay. Have you heard about the Illuminati organization before? And Dave says, yes. I said I was the leader (laughs) of the organization in Toronto, Canada. Do you question a leading member? And the guy says, yes. And Dave says, disobedience is frowned upon in Canada. (laughs) And the guy says, uh, what Illuminati code and SCN are you under? What does that stand for? I have no idea, man. That's why I didn't have a real answer. Secret chamber. Wait, C-S-C-N. What Illuminati code and SCN are you? And you said, who are you to ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, I just introduced myself. And you said, we have a chain of command in Canada Please refer your questions to our press department. <laughs> dude, you're good at this shit. He's still in the conversation, dude. He's totally he's still waiting for us. Oh, he's still waiting. He says, can I have your website link? <clears throat> and you send them. Uh, okay. Take this as a warning. Know your place. <laughs> okay. Take, take this as a warning. Know your place. And who and how you address founding members. Apologies. Accepted. I will t- I will have my secretary contact you. Um, and he says, just to verify certain things, moat it be. I don't know what moat means because he uses it later in the conversation. Right. M-O-T. What you guys know about M-O-T? This is a long fucking conversation, dude. That's what you do, man. Bring him in. I love it when you tell him, he says, uh, I just said we are doing some checks. And you tell him, uh, you shall receive a grievance against you. (laughs) 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 And he he goes, there goes that Mott again. Mott just justy. I might be saying some secret language shit you right now be, that it gets me See? fucking popped. And now you're going to have all these Illuminati's contacting Fuck, you. Fuck, don't be contacting me, you secret motherfuckers. I don't <laughs> want no, I want no secrets in my life. And who are you to check? You gave this power? We are Canada. You shall not proceed with any more interrogations <laughs> with me. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> he said, you are not Canada, but Canadian org made up many members and you don't decide as a person hello he says hello yeah dude i don't know why illuminati's that's the second illuminati guy that contacted yeah what's the other illuminati guy that kind of some weird weird man yeah he says hey brother how's it going brother (laughs) hey brother that's exactly how he's i remember that it's crazy 
You know, we never had Julian Buchanan on the show. We haven't. We need to have him. We're still waiting for Dr. Steve. Oh, yeah. We got Claudia's going to get Reagan's. Somebody that worked for Reagan. Yeah, he's the lobbyist for Kratom right now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're going to have some good guests on, everybody. We're going to have some real good guests. But anyways, lesson learned, man. Don't be pouring your potato chips on grown men's fucking hoods. Damn. That was deep. I have to get out the mean <laughs> bone. Damn. Let's talk about CBD. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. What can CBD do? Okay, first of all, to everybody that's... We're going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and assume you know nothing about CBD. Can I add one thing? Yeah. For the, for the older people out there. Hemp and marijuana are different. Yeah. They are not the same. No. They're different plants, just so you know. Yeah. Because for some reason, when you say hemp, the older people are like, oh, I'm old marijuana. I'm like, no, dude. No, it's yeah. different. Yeah, see, the thing is, because back in the day... <coughs> They called it hemp. They called what they were smoking hemp, too. Right. If you even look at old movies like fucking Cheech and Chong or these old weed movies from the 70s or anything, they call people called it hemp. You got some of that hemp. But, you know, that's a big misconception. That's a good thing. You're right. They're, it's, they're both the cannabis plant. One has THC. That would be marijuana. One has CBD. It gets confusing because a marijuana strain can have both. Right. But hemp cannot have THC. That is the defining sector of hemp right there is low to no THC. There's a little bit in there, but not enough to give you any psychoactive fucking effects, you know? So if you let a, a hemp plant grow out, what's the most THC content you think you could get? Right now, uh, we have strains right now that are testing 12, 13%. But I know there's strains out there that are probably doing 15 to 18%. THC? No. What are we talking about? Hemp? Yeah, I'm talking about hemp. And THC or CBD? How much THC? If you let a hemp plant just grow yeah. and not you know, take it before the 0.3%. Oh, okay. What's the maximum thc you think you can get in there i mean you can get as much as you want in there if you have the right strain but do you mean like uh to stay in the legal limit or no just i just want to know if if you could buy hemp plants and basically grow them to smoke them and still get high yeah you can you can have high thc yeah yeah there's strains out there that if you cross a hemp plant and a marijuana plant uh, one of those four, one of those four phenotypes that comes out of there is going to be. So theoretically, you have one high THC and one high CBD. So if you breed them, you should have two kit. You should have two uh, genes that are high CBD and high THC, and then and then two genes, one that's high CBD and one that's high THC. You should. You should be able to, if you cross, if you breed them, get a high THC, high CBD hemp. 
You know what I mean? So around here, what is everybody growing for their hemp? Cherry wine. So on cherry wine, what what would it be the max THC you could get out of that? Oh, probably. I mean, it it probably tests over point three sometimes, but if you if you harvest it right. Well, let's let's say I'm, I don't want to harvest it right. Let's say I just want to. You could probably get it. You probably get one two percent. Yeah, half percent. Half one percent. percent. Yeah, half percent. One percent maybe. If you let it go all the way, but. That would just aid in the CBD. That would aid in the whole plant. The benefit is in the whole, they call it full spectrum. When you get all the cannabinoids together, it's called the entourage effect. And that's what people don't understand is the cannabis plant. We have an endocannabinoid system. For a reason. For a reason. <coughs> Back in the, and I'm going to look it up right here because I don't think we have it in front of us. But uh, back in the... Uh, 90s is when we discovered we had an endocannabinoid system. I bet you the Israels knew further back than that. I really, I really, I got to agree with you. They are, uh, they're always studying. So let's talk about the endocannabinoid system. It's a biological system composed of endocannabinoids, which are uh, indigenous lipid-based retrograde neurotransmitters that bind to cannabinoid receptors. So you have, you know, you have uh, receptors just waiting for it, just waiting. And the cannabinoid receptor proteins that are expressed through the vertebrae central nervous system, including the brain and the peripheral nervous system, the endocannabinoid system remains under preliminary research. See, but this was only discovered. The two primary cannabinoid receptors have been identified as CB1, first cloned in 1990, and CB2, cloned in 1993. So this is when they actually discovered you had this system and these receptors. And what CBD does is it blocks these, it blocks the pain from receiving, it goes through these receptors to the point of where your inflammation is or your, your body is just off kilter. They call it homeostasis. So the CBD infiltrates those areas and it will, I can't say what it's going to do medically because I don't want to have, you know, any legal ramifications, but it does do things to ease certain well, as long conditions. As, you, as long as you at the end, you just say, this is my opinion. It is my opinion. You'll be all right. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. <coughs> I'm not telling you what to do. We're not, we are not doctors. We might have played doctor a long time ago. We did stay at a Holiday Inn Express once. We did. So, But um, the discovery of this thing has only been around for, for 30 years, if that, 25 uh, no, it'd be 30 years, 1990 and 93, 27 years. I think it's kind of like like water, man. So the human has to have water to live, right? So you get a thirst for it because your body knows you need it. Right. So I think that's how they discovered weed, man. The body knew I need this plant. 
Right. And then we was discovered. Yeah. They got different. If you guys go to Wikipedia, they got a lot of uh, different experiments that have been done with marijuana and CBD. More Um, to come, though, now that it's starting to. It's starting to really. Well, they, they have to do something now because everybody's trying it and it's working for so many people including in the in the animal community so the the pet owners so you know what they're trying to do they're trying to to find a way to say that this is bad we're going to make it illegal again right that that's why they're studying it they're not yeah. studying it to benefit us they're studying it because they got a they got a patent on the uh on each isolated cannabinoid i i read that that expired somewhere it may have, it may have, but I know, I know they did patent it. The government did. They, they patent CBD isolate. Why would they do that? And government CBG shouldn't be allowed to patent anything. No, they shouldn't. That's kind of like running a monopoly then. I agreed with you hundred percent. So who's the guy that invented it? There was a doctor that didn't invent it, but discovered the endocannabinoid system. I wonder what country he was from. If he was from, he wasn't from here because in the nineties, in the eighties and nineties, cannabis was treated so horribly here. There's so many people that went to jail and served time in prison for cannabis. And it's interesting to me because I always run into these people and they're the people that think because cannabis is an illicit drug that their drug is safer or better or you know what I mean? There's right. some kind of argument. I just ran into an individual. He's a former Marine, lifelong Marine. And uh, he was telling me, he said, you know, I never smoked a joint in my whole life. He's like 51, right? I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, my dad always told me he would kill me if I did drugs. I said, damn. Hmm. He said, and I told my kids, because he has seven kids. He said, I told my kids, I'll whoop your ass if I catch you doing drugs. And I said, damn. That's what's up. (laughs) Whatever. But then he proceeds to tell me how, you know, he's making this uh, apple pie with this Everclear And he's telling me about him drinking and he's telling me about different stories about his kids. You know, his kid was drinking, so he had to drive his kid to the store and stuff like that. Right. And it just goes to show you that people that do because alcohol is legal and regulated, people don't consider it a drug. Right. You know, it's way more dangerous for you than cannabis there's there's been millions of recorded deaths due to alcohol there hasn't been one single recorded death due to cannabis not one i just I, it just trips me out and then i watched him take a couple he must have had an ache or pain i watched him take a couple aspirin or a couple tylenol or whatever and i'm just like not that I'm judging the guy. The guy's great. I like the guy, right? And But I'm thinking to myself, like, there's a disconnect with when people are 
taking drugs that they don't even think it's a drug because everybody does it or it's legal. It's like, it's a fucking drug. Just like the other drugs. It's just that these drugs just happen to be deemed illegal. You know what I mean, man? You ever meet anybody like that? Yeah. Like super judgmental against something? Well, my, my parents were before they they tried like the the marijuana oil and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> they were always against it. But now they right. love it. I mean, they don't smoke it. It just might be a little older generation than us, though. But this guy that I met, he should he was in the hippie generation, though. He's 50. So he should be good with it. No, he's not, man. Damn. Military dude. He's like, fuck that. He was telling me how it was part of his job to when he was a drill sergeant or he was some position. His job was to like search the search the fucking shit for drugs, search everybody's uh barracks for drugs and shit. Like wake up early in the morning and just search people's shit. Because huh. you know they're chiefing. People in the military like to smoke weed, man. What's wrong with that? I mean, the, I'd, ra- let I'd them rather do it. have a soldier that's not stressed out there than, yeah, you know, one that's stressed and making crazy yeah. decisions. Hell yeah. You know, but you can't have a nice soldier, man. Cannabis makes you nice. You got to have a fucking mean soldier. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because if the government was smart, they would do just like the NFL, the NBA, the Major League Baseball. Let your players get high, yo. Let 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 your let your people that are putting their life on the line. It's no different than I'm going to the bar every night. And drinking. Oh yeah, it's way different though, because you're damaging, you're drinking your fucking liver into a, you're drinking your kidneys into oblivion, man. You know, I'm not judging on alcohol. I love alcohol. I love it all. I love it all. But I just you just, just take it easy on that shit. Don't be drinking excessively. Don't uh, smoke excessively. Don't snort excessively. Don't snort anything you don't fucking know what it is, first of all. I wouldn't snort anything anymore, period. I wouldn't snort shit. Because you don't know, man. Never. Like, Shroom, shrooms is about as deep as I get. Like back in my cocaine days, you never questioned that shit, dude. You just like, snort it up. Right, it. snort it up. You never th- thought about you're going to do one line and you're going to be fucking OD'd. Right. But now, fuck, man. Yeah. Nope. No. No, everybody's got to be safe. Everybody's got to be safe, man. Not everybody that does drugs is an addict. Not everybody that has pain so is an addict. Whose fault you think it is that all this illicit fentanyl is going into all these drugs now? You think it's caused by the drug war Absolute, or the government? Absolutely. I don't think it's caused by the government, but I think it's caused by the war on drugs. For Which would sure. be the government then? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they're responsible for it. Hmm. Yeah, I think for sure, 100%. Because if these drugs were available already, if somebody knew they could go buy some pure cocaine then they would choose that a hundred times over going and buying something that they don't know what's in it. I had pure cocaine. I'd probably do it still. See, see, you're turning into the guy at Taco Bell. You're not the Taco knowing, Bell guy. No, right I'm now. just saying, not knowing what's in it though. I wouldn't now, unless 
I had a test where I can sprinkle some in there. Yeah, they got the they got those tests, man. They have those. I seen them. I seen my a friend of mine had some for some uh, MDMA. They should just make all those tests readily available. They have them online. We we're supposed to have those people on too. They should have just a spot that you can go, man, and just be like, you know, where you're not gonna go to jail. Just say, hey, man, I bought some of this heroin. Can you just test it? I'm gonna tell you this right now. You think anybody would take it there to test? Yeah. Oh yeah. You think the cops would be sitting outside taking pictures? Probably. Cause they ain't got nothing better to do. See, they got this. Uh, it's called addictionresource.com. You can get cocaine purity testing, how to clean and test the drug. Oh, shit. Yeah. They explain it. Pure and cut cocaine can have many differences. The cut version of the drug is essentially the drug with added ingredients, which take away the purity. It is done by dealers to enhance the weight of their dosage and therefore make cash. However, it also benefits the dealers in another way, as the cut version of the substance is even more addictive. Ooh. So they add addictive shit to cocaine? What? See, when I used to cut it, we used to only use like B12, man. I mean, check this out. Unlike real cocaine, cut cocaine is not glistening white color, but often murky brown instead. It can often smell differently, like too. Yeah, usually. like an off white. Yeah. yeah. Due to is when it's cut, the drug usually smells like many of its added extras, like baking soda or rat poison. However, on rare occasions, it will be it'll retain its bitter chemical cocaine smell regardless whether it's pure or cut. In addition to the differences in appearance and smell when cut, the drug can be considered even more dangerous than pure cocaine. Boom. Damn. That stays our case right there, bro. Pure cocaine for everyone. I wish, dude. I I honestly still think I could still safely use cocaine. Boom, 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 boom. Like right now, if we had a pile like Scarface. That's the only word I know of that song. She's so right. She's so right. We need to begin to prematurely evacuate. Are you hot? What? No, I'm not high. You are high as a fucking kite. I'm not high. Let's go. We're not going anywhere. I'm coming back in a minute. You know what I'm coming back with? No, what? I'm coming back with a gun. You better be out of here. Robert, don't. I'm not fucking with you. Damn. <laughs> uh, Pineapple Express. Seth Rogen. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just think that, I don't know. I miss cocaine. Well, man, maybe one day it'll be late. Maybe they have cocaine lollipops. Get yourself one. Get Have a nummy all day. How would that even work? Okay, well, I think um, I didn't really go into CBD as much as I wanted to in this episode, but we're definitely going to cover it more and more and more. So we'll call this an intro to CBD because I gave you the intro. Okay. I'm going I'm to call this the outro. Call it the outro. I'm going to call this the outro. Like for real, for real. 
All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, shout out to Clouded Judgment. Uh, my Mac. brother, my brother Swerth Dog in the house. Brand new pot smoker and Mike Biggs from the West Coast. Uh. You all take it easy.